Howdy, folks, and welcome to Savory Avery, episode 27. It's April 17th, 4.16 p.m., and I have a guest with me in the studio today, Caleb Nichols. Welcome, Caleb. Thank you, Avery. Thanks for having me. I couldn't help but notice you've met Andy Anderson, correct? Yeah. I do. Okay, I got to ask, like, what is the deal with Andy Anderson? Like, he's such, he's such a goofy dude. I have a lot of respect for him, super talented skater, but I'm just interested to hear like what he's like. And I feel almost you're like very similar to Andy Anderson and your skating style, like in a way, like in terms of transition and stuff. Yeah. I mean, with Andy, like, I think he's just honestly like the most down to earth person with his skateboard. Like he understands his skateboard, you know what I mean? And he he said something to me that was like it, it really made me understand his skating after that where it was uh you know a lot of people find skating and they're super interested in transition super interested in doing manuals curbs ledges all that he was into that but the main thing that drew him into skateboarding and liking it was balance oh so and like that shows now i mean Dude yeah. can stop on a rail and yeah. just stand there yeah. and chill, you know? And, like, uh-huh. he, 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 I compared him to, like, a cat walking across a fence or something or, like, you know, he just on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. A, a lot of people will say, like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a vert skater. I'm a street skater or vice versa. But at the end of the day, like, that, that is a very interesting way of putting it. It doesn't matter if he's doing manuals or if he's skating a bowl or street. He's just honing in on his balance. And like, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, Andy is a skateboarder, you know? For sure. Like, he is the most well-rounded skateboarder I've ever skateboarded with in my life or seen in my life. Like, I remember the first time I met him, we were skating a little tiny ditch in Vernon. And he was killing it, like killing it and then <laughs> yeah i was like holy shit like this like he had all his like freestyle stuff implemented into like the bank and everything damn and then after that we went and skated a 13 stair rail in penticton and then uh he hops on that like 50s at first try damn. smiths it like third try and then board sides it first try and then i was like holy shit and then like we go back to penticton skate park and he's drops into the bowl and is shredding the bowl like nothing and then also going and skating the flat bar and killing it like yeah. he is like you put anything in front of him and he can and will skate it mm-hmm. yeah you, you can put nothing in front of him and he'll <laughs> skate it yeah no for sure and that, yeah and i feel like that's pretty uncommon like especially uh a, a, like a top tier professional skateboarder like you know they need to like focus on you know like if they skate big rails they need to focus on like getting those big rails down it's pretty uncommon that they're yeah like you said that well-rounded and like has experience in so many different facets of skateboarding because i mean people tend to like sway towards one type of skateboarding over the other like it's absolutely and 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 if there is someone who can skate street and skateboard odds are like it's a progression like they probably started out doing one of them and then as time goes on you get interested in the other and then before you know it you like have a way wider skill set yeah i mean like homie right now jason gunther <laughs> killer killer in yeah. the streets but now like 
Yeah. He's, he's skating transition. He, damn, he beat me in a game of mini ramp skate yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I wouldn't doubt it. I know he's it, super tech. Everything, man. Yeah, I know. Huge front setters too. He's uh-huh. getting those now today at Southwood. Oh my gosh! I know. Like it looked like you flew over my head today, or like backside air over the little hip or whatever. Yeah, it's Avery six feet by the way. He's <laughs> six flying foot, six foot two. Yeah, and I'm not <laughs> exaggerating. He's actually going so flipping fast. It's so gnarly. Um, so, are there any other uh, any other skaters that you've uh, like met over the past few years that you've been like tripping over or that have been like you know really big inspiration to you? Yeah, I mean like definitely coming to like those contests and everything. I mean it was just like bringing all the best talent into one place. Yeah. And it was crazy because it wasn't, like, a pro-am contest. It was more so, like, pros and ams skating the same contest for Olympic points. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it was, like, you got to see, like, the best of the best. But I think, like, it was really cool to, like, uh, hang and skate with, like, all the Canadian guys, like, Desenzo and TJ Rogers and Whoa, yeah. uh, Matt Berger and like all those dudes was just so fun to skate with. Yeah, I bet. I saw Matt Berger once. That's like the only pro skater I think I've ever seen. And like I was at a CK. I was about to say, was it that <laughs> that elusive time he was at CK? I remember I heard about that man, and I was like, I gotta get to CK. I was sort of God, bro. I was like the only one there, and it was like a cold morning. I know, and, dude. And I was like, what the heck? And I'm just chilling, and there's like just this guy, and I don't know, like he just looked like a guy to me, and and he's doing some like smooth blunt to fakies on the quarter, just chilling. And then I got a good look at his face, and I was like. You know, I had to like shake my head a little bit and close my and like blink and be like, wait a minute, is that is that Matt Berger? Because, dude, like every day, like, even today, like I do this all the time where I think I know someone and then I don't, or I don't think I know them and I do. I, I'm yeah. horrible at recognizing faces, but I'm pretty sure that it was him. I didn't say hi or anything. I'm such a fool. I should have introduced myself, but you know, he probably just wanted to. You know, he's just a regular dude. Just wanted yeah. to have a, a solo sesh. That, that's one thing I. I learned a lot over the years, too. Definitely was, like, as much as they are, like, crazy, crazy good at what they do. Yeah. At the end of the day, they go to bed and they wake up and they put their pants on one leg at a time. I don't know. Maybe some people are built different and put two. <laughs> and that might show in their skating, but. Yeah. No, you know? absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a very important lesson to learn, like, for anything, right? Like, if you're ever nervous about meeting someone, it's like, dude, he's just a fucking person. Like, yeah, we're all just people. But uh, I, I definitely found out over the weekend, uh, or two weekends ago, I was in Phoenix, and uh, I was hoping he would be there, and there's this old Vert Pro. He still rips to this day. His name's uh, Chris Livingston. Okay. And he was just, like, super technical, super gnarly, really great style, and, like, I just love his skating, and, like, I, I got to meet him over the weekend, and I was like... Oh man, you know, like I I, I watched your uh, I think it was the H Street. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure what the video name is, but I was just like, oh man, I watched that so many times. I think it's just on Thrasher right now as a classics, but mm. it, his part's so good, like yeah. huge, huge body jars, like and just anything disaster revert. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult because when you're put in that position where like you have an opportunity to go talk to someone that you admire, it's like, you know, on one hand, like they might have like a million people going up to them doing the exact same thing, and you don't want to bother them. 
you know, it, it, it like there would be no worse feeling I would imagine than going up to your hero and introducing yourself and they like blow you off. But yeah, but, but it's like, dude, like it's my only opportunity. Like I'm gonna take a chance and say hi and try to be nice because like, could you imagine if you just became buddies with like you know like your favorite skater? Actually, or I now that you say that, um, I when I was in Texas, uh, you know, like I don't know if you know who Ben Rayborn is. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah okay, so. He's been off the grid for, like, a while now, like, just kind of, not, like, MIA, but, like... Is he still on Birdhouse and... Like, that's what I mean, like, is he still on Birdhouse? Like, is he, like, you know, no footy of him for, like, three, four years, whatever, like, just fell off the face face of the earth, kind of, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, he moved back to Houston, and I got to meet and skate with him and, like, bro down with him while I was in Texas, and he was, like a really great guy like wow. just super nice and like that was like something uh, like that just felt so crazy to me i was like oh my god like this is my favorite skateboarder like and we're just chilling hanging out and he's giving me some songs to check out and he's like <laughs> he's like oh yo you should try this and i'm like oh okay yo you should try this one we're just, born. <laughs> yeah we're just we're just having a casual sesh but wow. then i it was like holy shit like i i left and i was like Holy shit, that was Ben Rayborn, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, yeah, like, he, he was just a great guy to talk to and skate with. Like, we just broke down over Devo. <laughs> What's that? Uh, this band. Oh. You you know the song Whip It? And it's like, whip it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Devo. Oh, that's, like, okay, their, okay. their most iconic song. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I was writing... Uh, I was riding this board and it had a Devo graphic, like the cone, and he's like, oh, Devo, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, sick. <laughs> that right one like yeah. Devo. <laughs> oh, dude. That's so funny. So uh, I want to ask you about your setup. Uh, you're, I would say, like mainly uh, a transition skater. Like obviously, like you skate lots of street and you can handle handrails and everything. But like in terms of uh, like contests, right, like it was usually – do you transition con like yeah yeah definitely like i'm yeah i'm not about to go enter a street contest with yeah. jason or tom or somebody you know yeah like, good point yeah so uh, is there fucking yeah. anyone but yeah yeah so uh what size is your board and do you do you ride board rails um i i, I haven't ridden board rails in a while uh yeah i do like them sometimes yeah but right now my setup doesn't have them my setup right now, like I ride a eight point six five or eight point six eight. I don't even. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah same thing. Uh, eight point six five uh, pylon board, and pylon's like this uh, Canadian company that hooks me up, and Alex Chalmers, Paul Higgins, Ben Coves, they're all a part of it, and like they they hook me up really well, and I like their boards a lot, and I've been enjoying riding for them for the past like. Two years almost. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a that's a good size. I, I I personally like to ride. I'm not really picky with my board. If it's like eight five to a nine, like I'm cool. Yeah. It's not, it's like all the, it, it's all it feels the same to me. But you talking about you know you've been running for pylon for a couple of years. That reminds me. Do you remember? Uh, I remember going on road rage. I mean, how could we forget? We, yeah. We went yeah. on road rage road together, rage. and I remember particularly there was like a moment when we were in the van, and you were like on the phone with like two different people and they were like offering you sort of like sponsorship slash like support from their brand and you were like in this like 
big situation where you're like, dude, like, who do I go with? Like, this guy said that, and this guy said that. And I remember just being like, wow, like, look at Caleb go. Like, he's got <laughs> multiple people on his line. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember that, but I do remember being in the van, like, being like, oh, shit. Because, like, that was at the time where I was just starting to ride for a smarter device. Like, I'd ridden for them right. for a bit, and they're out of Kelowna. And, um, like, I... The dude had sent me boards, and I liked them, and, like, I enjoyed riding them. And then uh, I went on Road Rage, and um, he was based out of Kelowna, and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to be in Kelowna. Like, we're going to check out that new West Kelowna park. Can we link up? And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't see why we wouldn't, you know? Yeah, of course. And uh, so, yeah, we met up, and then, you know, I got to know him, and he was a really great guy. And then, like, I... Or we left for the night or something, and then I came back like the next day or something. We were skating again, and then like he asked if I wanted to ride, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." And like, yeah, I'll ride for you guys, like whatever that means, you know. Like I was like sixteen, fifteen, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, he's just like, "Oh, free boards." I'm like, "Yeah, free boards? <laughs> are you dumb? Like, yeah. come on, yeah, are you serious?" <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, we're just talking shooting the shit and he's just like oh yeah like i go on this uh yearly california trip and i'll bring you next year and i'm just like oh okay yeah sure sick you know and then fucking comes time to it and it's like three months away he's like oh need your passport info and everything and like all this like your parents contact info everything like we'll have to get a note from your parents saying you're all good to cross the border i'm like for what and he's like Oh, we're going to Cali, dude, remember? And I'm like, what? Like, we're actually going? Like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, we went on two trips to Cali over two years, and it was awesome. Like, it was just so much fun. Sick. Yeah, I, I'm probably remembering that van story, like, wrong, but I just remember you talking about, like, like trying to figure out, like, if you should, like, join this guy or whatever and like accept like support from him mm-hmm. but uh yeah so so you were on smarter device for a while and yeah I, rem- I remember you i remember skating that new park by the way such an amazing park it's gone now hey no way. yeah it was brand new though. dude so here's what they did i'm sorry to cut you off no no but this is actually just like so funny to me <laughs> yeah. like okay so that park was like we went there in 2016 and it was new so yeah. that park was at least six years old they tore it out and built a new park in the same field but on the other side and they tore out the bowl and <sighs> built like the same design bowl but better like i'm not complaining <laughs> but like i just thought it was so Why funny they, yeah that doesn't make any sense like i don't uh, i'm sure there was or they not- built both the bowls uh the same but better wow how are they how are they better like different dimensions or yeah different dimensions and like the old clover bowl the deep end had like no flat bottom and it was just like really steep and just like hard to skate and then like excuse me (laughs) and then the the flow bowl was just like way too mellow Mm, i see Mm -hmm. yeah dude that is crazy yeah i would have never thought yeah maybe there was i guess there was something under the ground maybe that they needed it's literally like I don't know if you remember, like, where that park was located. Well, what I remember is there's so much extra space, like, all yeah, around okay. them. Why would they... So, like, uh, imagine you, like, drive into the parking lot. It would be, like, right in front of you, the new one that they just built. Uh, and the other one would be, like, behind the building. Yeah. Like, yeah. around the fence. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Or around the field. 
Yeah, I remember that park pretty well. I've, I've, I've visited that place on a few separate occasions. Yeah, I, I personally, like, I haven't skated, like, that many parks. Like, whatever, I've gone around the Okanagan and skated yeah. those parks. And then in Edmonton, I've skated most of them. And, yeah. and uh, I definitely have a few favorites. Like, I, I personally really like uh, Capilano in Edmonton. And then Candy Cane Skate Park in Regina is really good. Have you been to that? I, I've never skated Cap, and I've never heard of the Candy Cane uh, one, though. The Candy Cane one is probably my, like, maybe my number one favorite skate park. But the one issue with it is that it doesn't have a bowl, which is, like, kind of stupid. But I'm not much of a bowl skater myself, so I, I, don't, I don't really care. But do you have a favorite skate park? I mean, you've visited so many, you can probably, like, barely remember all of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I definitely have, like, a favorite and I like it's hard to put exactly what my favorite is because I mean sometimes like my favorite thing to skate is just a vert ramp you know and they can vary so yeah but honestly like classic Hastings is like the best you know best bowl in Canada which is kind of shit to say because it's 25 years old almost or 20 22 years old so it's like that's still the best in Canada? Like, yeah. come on, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, like, Montreal has that Vans Park. I've never skated that one yet, so that one looks really fun and yeah, uh, good. But I think, yeah, Hastings is my favorite spot. Or, honestly, Kirkstone in North Van. Like, that park is, like, kind of low-key, just, like, it gets pretty scootered, but it's just, like, a low-key park, and it's just, like, People see that footy of that park and either they're like, yes, Kirkstone, or they're like, holy shit, this park looks so fun and crusty. Where is it? And I'm like, dude, it's North Van. It's a ripping park. Sick. <laughs> well, what, but what about like, like, didn't you go all around Texas? What about those parks? Did you like any of those? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. But like, it, it would be hard to compare those to like my like local spots, you know, because it's like, yeah. Like, I only skated those parks, like, a handful of times, but, like... That's true. It's hard to say, you know? Like, I, I love skating, like, Southside, the indoor in Houston, and, like, uh-huh. also uh, North Houston Skate Park. Like, that one was so much fun, dude. hmm But... Yeah. So, uh, I want to ask you about, like, your progression with skating. Like, when you started skating, were you mainly doing, like, street? Were you mainly just, like, around your community? Or were you, like, interested in half pipes from the start or, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, like, when I first started skating, like, the first videos I had were the DC video and RDS FSU. So, like, I had those. I think I got them, like, 2006, 2005, maybe. Like, my <laughs> my sister worked at a, <coughs> uh, HMV and then in the mall. And then I think she literally just, like got off and like went across to like west 49 or something like <laughs> picked up these two dvds for me but i'm stoked she did but yeah i always loved danny way's part in the dc video just because like as a little kid that was just so astronomical to see him like skate the mega ramp and like just everything and like to me that's all i wanted to do is just like do hand plants do airs do all that stuff but i had no access to it and so well, not to say I didn't have access. Like, there was obviously Millennium, but, like, no kid is going to go learn how to skate vert in that vert bowl, you know? Yeah, of course. So I had Mackenzie Town Skate Park, and that was more street-orientated with, like, a quarter pipe. So, like, I think that's where all my street 
stuff comes from to this day is just from Mackenzie Town. Like, not to say I don't progress my street skating as much anymore, but I definitely don't progress my street skating as much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, is the is that Mackenzie Town Park still open? No, they they stopped uh, setting it up once they built New Brighton. Yeah, but that's what I was about to say. Is uh, once they built New Brighton, or once they built Southwood. I started being able to go there more because Mills was still pretty far for me. Yeah. And I would start skating Southwood. And then I think that's where like all my like basic transition stuff came from. And then we got new Brighton and that was like big bowl in my community. And I was like, okay, wicked. It's on. Yeah. And like, and then right around that time, also the vert ramp was finished and that was like, 10 minutes away from my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it looks like it's outside of the city. It is, but oh. it's just like, it's outside on this side. It would be like, oh, it would be like right behind, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm in Mackenzie Town. So, oh, okay, yeah, you're right on the edge. Or was, but um, yeah, so like it would just be down 22X a bit. Mm. And then, yeah, like, so I learned how to skate vert. Like there was this guy, uh, Anthony Hancock, like he kind of just took me under his wing because I was like the only person to skate vert with so (laughs) and he's like huge ripper like og vert pro and then just showed me like all the basic vert shit and then from there i kind of had the building blocks and it was up to me to do what i did with them you know yeah wow that's that's pretty interesting uh you say andy hancock anthony hancock anthony hancock yeah yeah never heard of him uh just so, for people who don't know, Mackenzie Town Skate Park, which, by the way, in my opinion, a fantastic skate park. It was, was yeah. It was all pre-built in a hockey rink, gra- like gritty-ass ground. Uh, all of the all of the obstacles were, like, metal, pre-built. But there was something about it. It was Dude, a good if, setup. if I could have one more session at Mackenzie Town with, like, all the homies just, like, skating Mackenzie Town Park one more time, like, how fun would that be today? Yeah. Like, that would be... Awesome. <laughs> I know. I, that, that reminds me. I remember, like, years and years ago, like, I was on Instagram, and, like, I didn't really, like, know you that well, but I, I saw a video of you, like, airing off of this ramp and, like, grinding the top of a... I was just about to say, that's, like, the only <laughs> clip I have on Instagram left of Mackenzie Town. Dude, that is such a gnarly clip. Okay, he, he 50-50s the top of a, of a hockey net, right? Well, yeah, so they... So, like Avery said earlier, they, uh... It, it's in a hockey rink, so... When the springtime came, like, and the ice melted, they would just, like, literally, like, plop a skate park in this hockey rink. Yeah. And sometimes they wouldn't even, like, take out the hockey nets. So we figured out that the ramps were bolted together. And we started unbolting the ramp pieces and, like, moving them around to kind of just, like, make our own new little shit. And then I saw the hockey net in the back. And then we were moving the kicker around a lot of that time. And then... I saw it and I like put my wheels or I put my trucks on the top to like see if it would grind and it did, but the net was still part of the top. So I like my homie had a pocket knife and I just like cut the top of the net so I could like grind it without my wheel getting caught in it. Yeah. And I think that was like five or six tries, but after that I was just like, okay, I don't want to do that again. It's so, it looks so risky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Cause it was like, if I slipped, I could go through the net or I could sack right. on it or just miss and fall off. Yeah, like, no, yeah, <laughs> get one and get out. Yeah, it's such a sick clip. That was so long ago. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I see that you're drinking a Pepsi over there. Are you uh, 
Pepsi guy or you like cola too or what? Yeah, definitely Pepsi guy. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I've worked for Pepsi before. Uh, my dad's worked for Pepsi my whole life, so so no no Coca Cola in the house is that the deal or yeah no Coca Cola in the house <laughs> unless it's collector's edition that my dad has or something <laughs> yeah yeah I'm personally I'm a big fan of soda I, I drink a lot of soda I have like multiple pops in the fridge like, I think right oh now, yeah me too I always yeah. gotta have like. It sucks to say because I drink so much, but like I always gotta have like a twelve pack of pop at my house or something. Yeah, I know it just feels right. For a while, I was on that uh, that bubbly tip. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, drinking the carbonated waters, and that was good. But somewhere along the line, I decided to drink pops again. I started out with like the the little cans, and I was yeah, like, oh this isn't so bad. And then eventually, you start drinking two of them, and it's like, well, I may as well just get the full size cans now. And then now, <laughs> yeah, now here I am. I'm, I'm drinking pop again. But yeah, I think I have. Mountain Dew, and then... I think I saw some Crush in there. I got some yeah. cream soda, yeah, and then some root beer. Uh, like, man, I, some, sometimes I think, like, what's my favorite pop? Impossible question. Like I, I've been thinking that a lot recently, <laughs> and I think, honestly, Dr. Pepper is my Dude, favorite. I, it's up there for me, too. There's, like... Okay, so no competitors for it either. Like unless it's like yeah. some whack ass name brand, yeah, or no name brand, but like always Dr Pepper. Yeah, I know. I, I'm a. Bit, I've always liked Dr Pepper as well. Like I personally like Pepsi over Coke, but I love a Dr Pepper over over both of those. And and I, I searched it up recently. They have like a weird ingredients list. Like they have yeah, the all these tomatoes spices. in there. Like yeah, it's like a savory pot. Like it, like well, actually the like. Nobody knows the real <laughs> formula. That's like what has been like made and like, like that's what engineered or yeah whatever. to like yeah and recreated to make that flavor. But yeah, I searched it up too. There's like garlic in it. I think <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't a pop. What the fuck? But yeah, it, so and I, and I can't describe it. Like there's just some tang in there. That... Somebody tried telling me that all it was was just uh, root beer and cola together <laughs> and i was like no dr pepper is literally the first pop yeah the first pop you're right it is yeah it's the oldest right yeah the the yeah. oldest pop yeah and like i i remember hearing that somewhere but like you wouldn't think it's like so. 1881 holy shit yeah, yeah that, that's crazy that's like before well canada's 150 years old so is it okay yeah like a couple people removed okay uh we're talking about before we started recording. You quickly said Grand Theft Auto, and oh, you said you're playing Grand Theft Auto. So I just need to ask, like, what? What do you? Sorry, like I played Grand Theft Auto before, but that's just like funny to me. Are you playing it on the? Are you playing on, on like a PS3 or? No, I I played on PC. Oh, okay. And then like, I mean, honestly, like growing up, like I watched like a lot of YouTube videos of like video games and stuff. And the one thing that always, like, drew me in was, like, video game mods. Yeah, like, cheat cheat codes and stuff? Not even, like, cheat codes. Like, literally, like, modding things into the game. Like, adding new things into the game. Yeah. Like, whether it be, like, a a name brand car in Grand Theft Auto. Like, a Ford or something, you know. Like, because Grand Theft Auto doesn't do name brand cars to save on, like, licensing. Yeah. They use similarities, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. um, so, like, yeah, like, I was always drawn into mods like that or, like, chaos mods or, like, you yeah. know. And GTA is really good for that. Yeah, so, like, now it, it was kind of, like, being able to live that, like, 
like dream of like actually being able to play games with like mods and stuff and like Dude, yeah. play mods with like my homies and stuff like, yeah no i i can totally relate uh I, I was the same way growing up if i got a video game like i would be obsessed with it but i wouldn't even care that much about beating the game i just wanted to get i just wanted to like get hacks or get cheat codes yeah. or whatever and i would i remember i would do like silly things like i, I remember wanting to get like uh, prestiged on Call of Duty. So oh yeah, I would like go onto sketchy websites and download like software onto a USB stick and then plug it into the PS3. But like I'm like I was eight. always I too scared what... to try that. I was always too scared. <laughs> I was like I was like, I remember like having it all ready to go and I was about to do it and I'm like no if no. I if I if I mess up the PS3 I'm dead. <laughs> yeah yeah I know and, and also like you don't want to like get in trouble like from someone else like the law or something because I didn't know like what would happen as a kid. Yeah like, you're like thinking the FBI is gonna come for you or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember being a kid and like yeah th- that never that never worked out with Call of Duty but then like every once in a blue moon I would like be in the same lobby as like someone who's yeah like, modder or hacker they, they, like, like prestige you and then you like come in your pants you're like yes <laughs> I, I remember I think like the time that hit me the hardest with that was like Black Ops 2 oh yeah and like uh my homie had this like guy who like gave him this account and it was like it was uh an account transfer but you kept your account but got all oh. of the stuff from the other account nice. and there was like games and stuff that you got for free too and everything oh. but like You'd get everything from like Black Ops to like all the diamond weapons and everything and like yeah. max prestige and like I remember for so long like any lobby you went into like everyone was doing that glitch like yeah. max prestige or like yeah. exploit like yeah I know I played a lot of Modern Warfare too and uh, like when I first played it was rare to come across that but yeah as, as the game gets older yeah the only people who play it are the people who are doing shit like that. Yeah, I, I don't uh, play too many video games anymore, but I I recently got a Switch. I've been playing that a bit, which is good. But have you ever heard of Action Replay? I have. Like, like I know I've heard of it, but like I, I don't know what it is. Okay, it's, it's this... I don't know what it is. It, it's a company or it's a piece of software, and my mom bought it for me, where it was like a legal product that they would sell in stores and you could use it to upload different cheat codes to different games. And it was, and it was, it it had like all these pre-programmed games in it with these different uh, like files that you could upload into your DS. Oh yeah. Okay. I was about to say, was it for DS? It was for Uh, DS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I probably fucked you up because I went on the switch and then I went back. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember being so fucking excited about it, and but I was so young, like I still didn't know how to do it. Like even though there was probably directions, I like I didn't get it, and it never worked out. But but yeah, for 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 some reason, I never wanted to beat the game. I just wanted to cheat it. it yeah, weird. But but yeah, but now I'm playing the Switch, and I've been playing like a lot of Zelda. Like that's a game that I used to play a lot growing up. Uh, and they came out with like Breath of the Wild, which is like, have you ever played Zelda? Uh, I only played Zelda like when I was pretty young on like yeah. the N sixty four. Yeah. Well, this this new Breath of the Wild Zelda, it isn't even like a Zelda. It's like, it's like ten times more complex. Like it's it's like a it's it's like impossible to beat. There's like a million things to do. Type yeah. Thing. And but so you can play it basically forever, and it, the world is so huge. Like 
I haven't even like traveled ever. Like, yeah, it's yeah. I love games like that though that offer like so much to do. Like, yeah. there's like I don't want to go spend fucking eighty bucks on a game and beat it in three hours or four hours. You know, like yeah. again, that's like one thing that drew me into Grand Theft Auto Five was like just the massive map and like just all the random people you can encounter and like even when you beat the game, there's still so much to do. Like. Like there's like a completion list to get like a hundred percent, and like yeah, when you beat the game, it's only like I think sixty percent of the game. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. Like the main story mode. I yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, like when my Zelda game, yeah, I beat like all the main quests, but then you yeah. got all the like, side missions and like random characters and shit. Yeah, there's like these things called like Korok seeds, and basically in the map, if you see something that looks out of the ordinary, you can like flip a rock over, or you, and you'll find a Korok seed. And I thought I had a shit ton of them. I thought I like had like ninety percent of them. I had like a hundred. And I looked, and there's, like, literally a thousand of them in the game. I'm like, Dude, fuck my life. Did you did you ever play, like, uh, like any of the Lego games growing up? <laughs> I played uh, I played Lego Star Wars, like, a tiny bit. On Dude, the Lego Star Wars was so good. I loved that game growing up, man. They had the, like, uh, mini kits you had to, like, find all across the map. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you got them all, I think you got, like, Anakin as, like, a Force ghost or something. Oh, like Yeah. No, I, I wasn't too into the games. I, I, did, I did play that one the lego star wars a, a, a little bit but uh, I, I mostly play like pokemon final fantasy stuff like that and then yeah like, like you were saying with like you don't want to pay 80 bucks and beat the game in two minutes like i bought uh like mario party and mario oh, Kart, yeah. and those games are kind of like that where it's super easy to beat and it's like ugh, why did i pay for this but at the same time it's like if you have friends over or, like, you don't know what to do, you can always kind of, like, play for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, you've never... Like, like even though you beat it, there's still a reason to go back. Because it's just kind of fun to, like, do. But, yeah. But, I don't know. I try to stay away from the video games. Like, for, like, uh, maybe, like, six months, I was, like, super hard getting into it. And I was like, all right. I need to, like, chill out a bit. So then I started, like, whatever. Yeah. Like trying right, to pick up a different hobby. <laughs> right now, I've been, like, gaming so much just because, like, living in Vancouver is, like... It'll be dry while I'm working, and then, like, of course, like, right by the time I get off work, it's, like, just about to start shitting down, so I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just head home. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I I live close to where Lonsdale used to be, and they just recently tore it out, and I was like, it was an all-street park, but it would be, like, you know, if I, if I wasn't feeling going to Hastings or something, like, it was always there that I could just, like, do a couple laps, like, hit the rails or something, hit the ledges, like... yeah. But yeah, now that's gone, so it's like, fuck, I just get off work, go home, game. Yeah. You know? I know, and before you know it, it's time for bed. I, uh, yeah, literally, I'm yeah. like, fuck, it's yeah. 11. I know, it's fucked. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been thinking about, like, buying, like, the online service for the Switch, because, like, it'd be fun to play with friends. You know? I didn't even know you had to buy, like, a whole nother... I know, yeah, I know, because, like, I was surprised, too, when I, like, I heard about it recently, because back when I played, like, PS3 online, like, that shit was free. Um, yeah and now it's like i think it's like five bucks a month or something and i was like oh well, like that could be good because like i i always hear about people gaming together like people have little groups where they play video games it's like oh that'd be fun that's like what i have right now where it's like i have my homie from high school and it's like he's probably like the only homie from high school that i still keep in touch with and it's like not even like a skate homie yeah you know so it's like yeah we play grand theft auto like almost every night and then like i got a few other homies from here as well that uh 
I've met through them now, and like mm-hmm. we're probably gonna go all chill tomorrow or something. Sick, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I and then so I was thinking about buying the online thing. But I was like, I don't even know anyone that has online for the Switch. Like, who the fuck plays online? I need to get yeah. a PS3. I need to get a PlayStation or an Xbox. Like, I guess with that because I think with like the online because you can now play like Fortnite on the Switch and like cross platforms like. Oh, maybe that's what it was like yeah. big with was like cross platforming. Because uh, yeah, like that, like that crossed my mind. Like, how hard is it to put all these networks together? Like, why can't I play someone that's like why can't Xbox and PlayStation play together? Yeah, like, you you can now with like oh, certain games. Yeah, like oh uh, well, that yeah, they like should COD do now you can play, oh. but you have to turn the setting on. Yeah, because like with that, like <laughs> a big problem I always got with, and like I was just bummed with was like if you play with cross platform you're now more likely to enter PC lobbies. And PC gamers are just so much more better than controller gamers. Oh, so yeah. it's just like you'd get decimated, no problem. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially if you're like, like, I had good homies and they like only had a PC. And I'm like, oh, dude, I really want to play with you. But I know I'm just going to keep getting mad because we're just going to get screwed over, you know? Like, Yeah, yeah, so... I've heard that before, like, PC gamers are better, and that never made sense to me. Like, is it because the controllers are easier, or... Well, it's, like, using a mouse, like, with shooters, like, all you have to use to move is WASD. Like, that's to, like, control your guy, and then, like, looking around in, like, full movement is with your other hand, and you have, like, this whole surface on your desk to move around, you know what I mean? You can make very accurate, like, like, clicks and, like, very accurate movements, whereas, like, with a controller, you're limited to what your thumb can do. No, for sure. And like, and issue- it's almost impossible to like line up exactly with your thumbs to like different sites, and that's why a, a lot of controller shooter games have aim assist because right. it's like you know, it's yeah, that makes impossible sense. almost. Like yeah, but with a PC, like you see all these dudes, they're just like snapping from enemy to enemy like almost like an aimbot like they're so quick like, <laughs> yeah now that you explain it i i can totally see that because i remember playing i played a lot of modern warfare 2 and yeah the, and the thing and like anyone who is any good would be on like sensitivity 10 you yeah know? and that's because you can move around faster but it, it's hard because it's harder to control that movement yeah but like you said yeah they have all that space they can have the sensitivity really low and still move really fast yeah it's like I used to watch uh, like this Fortnite YouTuber Tifu a lot and like he'd have like the tiniest keyboard with like the biggest trackpad to like be able to just have so much movement with his like uh like looking around mm-hmm. and shooting. Yeah. Yeah, it, when you were explaining the the AWSD, they got me thinking like my whole life I thought like why don't they just use the arrow keys and and this morning, I watched a video on keyboards because I was thinking about, like, building a PC. Yeah. They, they were explaining that there are different types of keyboards, and some of them don't have the arrow keys. Yeah. So that's why. But I just put that together in my head right now. I was like, oh, that's my That's what gosh. I was about to say. Like, uh, a Tifu guy's can, or, uh, can, or fucking keyboard Yeah. It was, like, literally, like, it looks like just, like, the, a quarter of what a normal keyboard is. It's got, like, spacebar, WASD. One two three four five six seven eight nine. Oh, it doesn't even have a full alphabet. No, <laughs> it's meant for gaming. Like, oh, yeah, it's like a a gaming yeah. uh, gaming keyboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in the video I watched, they were like, 
there's a 25% keyboard and like 50, 75%. And like, that just means that there's different amounts of functions. Like I think I have a 75, I think I have a hundred percent, which means it has all of the F keys. Yeah. It, it, I have it 100%. has, yeah, it has the, the extra zero to nine keys in like the dial, like in the square yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I was thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a new PC. Yeah, like I, I, I got a gaming PC, but I got it pre-built. I was like, no way, I'm gonna build one. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, like, I think it would be fun. At the same time, I don't know. Like, it might be a time suck. I don't know if that's what I want to do, but like, it, it would be cool. But the video that I watched, they were like, yeah, if you want to get crazy with it, you can literally like buy a keyboard piece by piece and like solder everything together. Yeah, that would take me like a year. Like, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> Like yeah, I have a I have a homie that I play with and he had like I think his PCs were worth like two and a half thousand dollars. It's like Whoa. crazy how fast his stuff is. Like yeah. like my my setup is like pretty good. Like I paid like a thousand dollars for mine and like I load in pretty quick, but it's like like I'll start loading in before him and he's like already loaded in like right before me. Like yeah. And like just his graphics and everything, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I have a I have a decent graphics card. Like it's I guess apparently right now it's like hard to come across, and it's like worth almost as much as the PC alone. Like it's like seven hundred bucks. The guy said, I can't remember like GeForce ten seventy or something. I think. Yeah, it means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. Like, but I, I just wanted to be able to play like GTA. Uh, but dude, uh, like. Canada's phone plans are so fried. Like, dude, my girlfriend is still on uh, an American phone plan, and I think she pays, like, 12 bucks a month. What? Yeah. That's that's literally, like, like unheard of. Yeah. It's, it's like, I remember, like... This is in the States. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm on a Bell Athletes program, like, Canada Skate and uh, Bell partnered together. Okay. So I was able to get a free phone plan from them. And, like, I've been coasting off that for a while now. It's, like, it's awesome, dude. Like, my phone plan was, like, it, it doesn't seem like much, but it was, like, 85 bucks a month. And, like, if I went over, then it's always, like, at least 100 bucks. It's, like, that doesn't seem like much, but at the end of the year, that's saving me a 1000 dollars. Yeah, that's huge. You know? Yeah. Or close to a $1,000. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm I'm pretty like stingy and I shopped around a lot before I picked a phone plan. I, I was like even after I moved out, my parents were like nagging me to get a new phone plan. I was like, Yeah, sure, but I I just kinda like tried to see how long I could go without getting my own and then eventually I did and I just paid by the gig. Yeah. I pay like forty bucks a month and then I just pay like ten dollars for a gig and I barely ever use my data. Like it was kinda hard to get used to. But now I don't even think about it. And if I ever need to use my data like I'll just like turn on the one app that I want to use it for because if you if you in your phone if you allow data to run on all of your apps then if you turn it on for like a second you'll use like a gig because oh, every, yeah. everything will just start running in the background yeah so you gotta make sure to turn all that that's, shit off that's one thing like I hope I can like renew this and like get another free phone plan <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I've gotten so in the habit of just using like like pretty much data as Wi-Fi, like at all times, because it's like, really? oh, I don't have to worry about it. It's yeah. unlimited. Uh, the plan is like ten gigabytes a month, unlimited talk and text, and nice. like all that. But then, or it's it's unlimited technically, but it says after ten gigabytes it slows down. 
Oh, like, I 10 see. 10 gigabytes does me for the month pretty good. Like, like I don't, I don't stream YouTube or anything on data really, but, uh, yeah, like just Instagram, you know, that eats it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So I quickly, I forgot. I need to name my recommendations for the week. Caleb, I basically just name a couple of my favorite songs that I found this week, put them in a playlist because, Hey, if you're looking for new music, give it a go. There has to be something in there that you'll like at least something. So the first thing that we have is from the artist rock band for old men. It's on Spotify. Um, I think there's only two, there's only two songs on his account and they like, one of them has like 5,000 plays and then the other one has like, I don't know, like, like 80,000 or something. So like very low key. You can't even download the music. Like, I don't know why. It might be because he's not very popular <laughs> on it. Uh, but the song is Eat Some Snacks and Cry. It's a pretty mellow song. The Here, the logo. He has like, some long flow. Oh, yeah, nice. On. Yeah. Nice. Young guy looking like an old dude. And then we also have a song from the artist Anri, A-N-R-I. Song is Last Summer Whisper. Yeah, but anyway, so I'll throw those in there. Oh, do you have any recommendations? Uh, what do you got? I, I just want to shout out Even Odds Band, Ben Zach, Joel, yeah. and Matt. I'm sorry, I don't know your guys' last name as well. Even Odds Band, you know, that's the homie Ben Zach, and they just played a gig on Friday at Vern's and. They killed it. It was a really great show, and it you was. should check out Even Odds. Yeah, check and out Even Odds. They'll have another gig at Vern's on May 20th, I think. And then uh, Ben said something maybe May 6th. Unconfirmed yet, but yeah, they're pretty sick. Check them out. Yeah, keep an eye out. We were both at the show the other day. It was very lit. Um, I should ask them if they want to... You know, put their music in the intro for this or something. You should like ask that. them to come on here or something. That would yeah. be wicked. Yeah, I, I, I definitely should bother them about that. That would be cool. I, uh, at one point in time, I was trying to get like an intro and an outro into the podcasts, and uh, one of my cousins uh, makes like music, so he, he gave me something to use, but I kind of took it out. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it. At first, I thought that like podcasts need an intro song, like it's almost a requirement. Yeah. But lately, some of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to have stopped doing that type of stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm more so here like an outro. If if not, like yeah. maybe like a sound effect at the start. I was thinking, and about then that. like an outro song. Yeah, I know. I, I I've been thinking about like myself recording a satisfying sound or yeah. something <laughs> like when you boot up Windows, something yeah, like that. that but, yeah, but I, I haven't thought of it yet. But yeah, that 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 is a, a good idea. Just some sort of chime so that when someone yeah. hears it, they think of the podcast. Um, I have one recommendation. Yes. Or, there's this band uh, called Hollas, like H-A-L-L-A-S. The A has like the two dots over it. But they're from Sweden. And they're like a pretty sick kind of like progressive rock. Like they're they're labeled as like adventure rock, <laughs> but um like and they have three albums out right now. A new one just came out and an EP. You could any go into any album, any pick any song, listen to it, and I think you'll be satisfied. Like oh, they're consistent. They're they're awesome. I think their best song out is called Star Rider. But um, we'll throw that into the playlist. Yeah, then. beautiful. Uh, yeah, they're really they're really awesome. Like when I listened to them, I always thought about like like knights or like 
like dungeons and dragons type thing or like cool. you know like and then i like searched up them on youtube and like come to find out that's like totally their thing is like knights uh, and dragons and things and like <laughs> it, it was so sick i was yeah. like oh like you like, could feel it total wizardry vibe like <laughs> that's so but um yeah no they're super rad i i really like them mm-hmm. and uh i found them through a homie but i had like uh chris gregson uses a lot of their songs in thrasher edits cool and chris gregson like helped popularize them and they gave chris gregson's the right to use any of their songs in his video oh, that is so like badass. without without uh contact why yeah, so yeah they'll that. just like have they have to credit them but yeah, yeah of course dude that's so sick i know I, I i there's a couple artists that i'm uh really big fans of that aren't really popular and i've always like fantasized about like yeah, them letting me have the rights to their music. Yeah, because like sometimes, uh, like one band in particular called Shindigs that I've been listening to since high school, they're not very popular. So like they always respond to my DMs, and like sometimes I'll use their music for skate videos, and I'll show it to them, and they'll get hyped. So maybe I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe I should see if I could use their music for the podcast or something. But it would just be cooler to make my own. I've always yeah. wanted to be in a band. I've always pictured myself as a drums guy. I don't know about you. I don't know. I I feel like when I'm when I'm listening to a good song, I always go to the air guitar. So like, I definitely <laughs> think like it's a guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the reason I I feel like I'd be good at the drums is because I was always that that was my instrument of choice when I played rock band. Nice. Or honestly, I'd love to learn how to play keys. Like the keyboard would be right, super cool. Like, like a synth or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I've been like keeping my eye out for one of those at value just because I don't know if I want to learn piano, but even just playing around dude, with it. Yeah. Look at Ben. He was playing drums and piano. Yeah, at the, dude. That was so sick. Gig. That was awesome. I know. Yeah. Going back and forth. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, he's playing guitar or uh, he's playing drums and keys. And then I was like, Holy shit, he's playing drums and keys. <laughs> yeah, like, I it took me a sec. I was like, holy shit. You're like, just so mellow with it. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> to me, like, I feel like like that would be, like, only one part of my brain working. Like, I could not get, like, two things. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like the tap your head and rub your stomach, you know? Yeah, no, that, that that's the thing with music. It, it gives you, like, this, like, a weird ability to be able to, yeah, manage all these different movements. At I know, once. like... You know who uh, Neil Peart Neil Parrot was? No, he's like the drummer for Rush, and like he had a, a fucking forty-six piece drum set, and it was like enclosed. Like he would literally open it up, walk in, sit down, and like close it. He'd just <laughs> oh, be like spinning, <laughs> spinning, hitting all these like all the drums and shit. And it's just like holy crap! Like how? And it's not like just noise. It was actually like composed you know what yeah. i mean like and it's like dude he has to know what all of those do like oh all yeah sound like like the 40s holy shit man like e- even when there's just like it might six, have been more or less but but still a crazy amount yeah to the yeah. point where he needed to like walk himself in it <laughs> in the drums pretty much <laughs> damn that's so sick like there's uh, i remember watching like a i think it was like a music video or something or the making of one or something but it was like uh, overhead shot of him just like playing and just like turning around and there's like one where he like literally just like reaches over his shoulder and like hits a cymbal and <laughs> yeah. it's like oh my god like that's crazy I don't really I've never played in a band but even just watching the show last night I could notice like 
everyone kind of has a different style about them. Like, even if a guitarist is playing, the, like, if, if multiple people are playing the same song, it's like, they're all, like, doing it a bit differently. They, they look a bit different. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, Ben's band, like, the, the, the guitarist was just vibing. Like, his yeah. eyes were closed. Joel, his yeah. Hair, his was, hair was waving in the wind. He was, he was good. Dude. Yeah. Matt, too, on the bass. He was killing it. Yeah, dude. All three of them were on point. I, I can't even imagine, like, memorizing a song. Oh, yeah, dude. Let alone, like, five. Like, that's a, that's a lot. Like, I can memorize lyrics, but I can't memorize a song. Like, yeah. Um, um, I'm horrible with memorizing lyrics, but Mackie remembers lyrics all the time. She can like literally sing an entire song from beginning to end. I'm like, I I, yeah. I, I listen <laughs> to the song the same amount of time, and I know like five words. I don't know why. <laughs> I I got a question for you. I was just thinking about this for yeah. uh, we were just talking about um, if you had to or if if you could give up your skills in skateboarding and get the equivalent skills or time put in in another thing what would that thing be that is such a good question oh my god uh <clears throat> well you know lately i've been kind of try- learning about different things i've been sampling different hobbies or skills just trying to like broaden my my scope of skills and the past few months i've been really obsessed with uh, programming yeah. So if I could get all of that time put in to like learning C that would be fucking sick. Because then I could just make dope ass video games. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Th- th- that's definitely it for me. Um, I mean, also maybe like uh, designing electronics would be really cool because I have experience with like. <laughs> I, yeah. I have a little bit of experience with that, and I've been doing a couple a couple of projects. But every once in a while, I think about that. Like, damn. Fuck, I was now doing I'm this. Thinking, I'm like. My answer is just lame. Like, I, was, I was like, oh, well, if I could have, like, the same amount of skill that I have in skateboarding and something else or, like, same amount of time, I was like, oh, hockey maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I've been watching hockey again lately, and I've been, like, I watched a few games with my dad when he was in Vancouver. So, like, yeah, I was getting back into that. But then I was just like, oh, I really fucking wish I could just pick up a guitar, tune it, and just shred guitar. Like, no yeah. worries. Like, I... I like, I wish I could just fucking, like, Randy Rhodes pretty much just shred. That is definitely intriguing to me as well. Like, I definitely thought, oh, yeah, maybe maybe put that into music. But the, the other day, like, I was just thinking, like, you know, like, I got this job that I've been working for a few years. And I was like, you know, like, in 10 years from now, like, maybe I want to leave. Like, I don't really want to do this until I retire. I was like, you know, like, I should, I should learn new skills. That's why I'm trying to do the programming. I think that would be a, a fun thing to learn and... And I was just kind of like giving it a go and seeing if I liked it, and then I'm just sucked into it. And I've been yeah. I've been learning Java, but I want to learn a bunch of different languages and see. What I was about to say favorite. like a language. Like I've been really like I work for like an Italian like uh, warehouse that yeah. like distributes to like a lot of the restaurants, and like a lot of our customers are Italian, and like my the guy who owns the place is Italian. So like I've been thinking about like. Maybe trying to learn a bit of Italian just to, like, cool. communicate with them a bit. Yeah. But then I was also, like, I was just thinking, too, about, like, what I asked you. And I was like, oh, maybe if I could put in all that time and, like, be, like, handy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like automotively. Like, yeah. I mean, like, sure, there's, like, a bit of stuff I know. And, like, I know, like, these bit about cars. But it's, like, when it comes down to it, like, I couldn't really work on a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, I wish I would be able to, like, diagnose something or, like 
work on a car like no problem mm-hmm. like know everything like mm-hmm. in and out yeah s- something uh like that i've become super interested in like I, ever since i finished high school was just like things like in general like just knowing how things work and being able to fix them yeah like every once in a while i'll start watching car videos just because i'm like oh like i wonder how transmission works or i wonder how a clutch works yeah and like the reality is you can't know everything about everything so i and I think that like right now I'm learning programming and that's cool. But when it comes down to it, just like understanding how complex things work and being able to like break them down and really get it. It's like one thing, it's a really valuable skill, but also it just feels good as fuck to do it. Yeah. You can't, you can't learn everything, everything, (laughs) or you can't uh, learn everything about everything. Yeah. I can't learn everything about everything, but you can learn some things about some things. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. You said Italian, learning Italian. I've been thinking about like picking up French because I I did French in uh, like K to nine. Like, would you do French Canadian or French? French. Well, yeah. Like uh, I was being taught by French Canadians. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I have that accent. Like I, 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 I uh, had a homie, Phil, come down to Texas, like, when we were down there. Yeah. And he came from Montreal, and, like, I asked him about, like, oh, if, like, if he can speak to, like, like, regular, like, French, like, and not, not, like, regular French, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, like, talk to French people, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can, but, like, our French Canadian is kind of, like, slang to them. Like, to them, it sounds like you're, like, drunk. Yeah, no, I was just, I was I was just going to say like if a French Canadian went to France and spoke to like a like they would get spit on their face. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's not good. Yeah, I uh yeah, I grew up with French Canadians. Uh it was like French immersion, so I understand the language pretty well, but it's been so many years. I think that if I like spent like a month or two just getting myself back into it, I would pick it up quite fast, which yeah. would be a useful skill, but I only you know, know like one phrase in French, and let's just say my name is like, uh, it might even be butchered right here, but Sava Savant Jamabal Caleb. And then I know how to say ham and cheese. <laughs> Jambon fromage. <laughs> That's hilarious. So at least I can order a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. I remember I went on a school trip in grade nine to Quebec City, and uh, we would you know, as students, you know, go to a restaurant, for example, and speak French to the cashier. Yeah. And they could just tell that, like, like it's not our first language. Yeah. And they would, like, be rude. Like, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard about that, did, dude. Like, like do they, French? I, like, they, like, looked down to, to English or yeah. speakers? Like, I, I, I didn't make sense to me. It was... Rude. I've heard, like, some places, like, in Quebec. I don't know how drastic this is. I've never been. But, like... Apparently, like, some places will refuse to serve if you can't speak French. Wow. Yeah. Or, like, they'll just be so rude. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like most people that speak French can speak some English, but most people that speak English can't really speak French. (laughs) I feel like any language really can speak English. You know what I mean? Like, a bit. Like, English has just got to be so easy to learn. (laughs) No, I've actually heard the opposite. Really? I've heard that it's the hardest. Or I guess, yeah. But. I've heard that the reason why it's so difficult to learn is because the uh, like the structure of uh, of like vocabulary and stuff is like backwards. <laughs> Saying or, that that in a sentence yeah. and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I think with other languages, 
there are like patterns or there are like common rules that are easy to follow. But apparently with English, it throws all that shit out the window. Yeah, you can say like had three times in a row and have it make sense. I had 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 that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that's where it's like, okay, I could see that being weird or like just like different like theirs to a different language or like a foreign speaker it would be weird like mm-hmm. understanding like the differences yeah yeah no the, the the only words that i know in other languages are swears like i grew up with Pol- yeah. i grew up with polish friends and they would always teach me polish swears and yeah. stuff like that but whatever yeah not really that useful i work in little italy in like vancouver too so like it would be cool if i could like go somewhere and like uh just order in like italian or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that would be cool i i think that if you yeah, I don't know about the grammar or anything about Italian. I don't know if it's difficult to learn or not. Well, apparently, like, like I have a, I have a coworker who's from Mexico, and he speaks Spanish. And then my boss is from Italy, and he speaks Italian. So, like, sometimes, like, uh, my coworker Roberto can understand what my boss oh. is saying, and sometimes my boss can understand, and like. They can conversate a bit, like some stuff transfers, some stuff picks up, yeah. but some stuff doesn't. One thing that threw me off is like, I always knew uh, like Spanish and Italian and like Portuguese were like similar, but oh. I never knew that French was yeah. in there as well. I was just going to say that French is similar to Spanish. Yeah. yeah. French is oh, like... Oh, they're all clumped in there. Cause, and that, uh, this happened to me the, like a week ago or so. I was coming home from work and I was taking the bus and there's this dude there like downtown waiting with his snowboard because like the buses go from downtown up to like Grouse Mountain or Seymour Mountain where you can snowboard. Okay. But anyways, like I was just standing there and he's like, hey, do a kickflip. Like, uh, I was like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> and then he started talking and like he sounded like such a French accent when he spoke like English and then I asked him I'm like oh like what part of Quebec are you from and he's like oh man that's crazy like so many people have been asking me <laughs> but I'm from Mexico Whoa. and I'm like what no way he's and like yeah Guadalajara and I'm like holy crap like you sound like such a French Canadian whoa I, yeah, I would never think that yeah like my my roommate's French Canadian as well and like yeah both of them sounded so similar oh, wow. but it, it's funny my uh my roommate, like, he he hasn't been speaking a whole lot of French recently, but then, like, also his English, like, isn't, like, the best. Like, he can speak a lot of English, but he was, like, saying, like, two weeks ago, he's like, man, I'm worried that my French isn't great anymore, my English isn't great anymore, am I going to lose both languages? Like, just be, like, like, not be able to put sentences together <laughs> yeah. or combine French and English? Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, I find that, like, with all languages, if someone's speaking it and they know English, they'll, like, just throw English words in there. Yeah. And I guess it works. What language do bilingual people think in? <laughs> do you yeah. think, like, a French-Canadian that can, like, speak both easily, like, thinks no. in French or thinks in English? Well, you know, typically, like, especially when I was, like, younger, uh, when I actually, like, spoke it all the time and was, like, pretty fluent at it, 
I would still think things in English, but like 90% of the time, I'm not thinking about things in a language. Like I'm just thinking about ideas. I guess, or like yeah. things happening, but but no, I, I've never thought about, I've never thought about things <laughs> yeah, in French. Like, That's super weird. Or like, or uh, like I, I always thought that like, no, oh, maybe if I get fluent enough, like I'll just start speaking French thinking that it's English. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> you got to think about it. Like that episode of The Simpsons or like Bart's in uh, Paris, I think, and he was like walking down the street, like, mad because nobody can understand him and then he starts speaking speaking french fluently like that second he's like just starts speaking to everyone <laughs> i think he was on like a uh exchange student thing oh, <laughs> but yeah. are you a, are you a fan of the simpsons have you have you seen all of the episodes i i definitely am like a big fan i haven't watched simpsons in probably like a year or so though yeah but like yeah like i probably watch them all i think yeah i, I like not much the newer ones i think i really stopped watching like cl- closely after like the 500th episode there's that many yeah i Holy remember shit. like i remember it was like a big deal i was like oh 500th episode and then like uh i think i finished that season and then like i just haven't really yeah watched but it's on disney plus so, like sometimes if i'm just like mm-hmm. chilling i'll like put it on casual mm-hmm. yeah I, i've never been a fan of watching um like animated animated tv shows that's never really been my thing but simpsons is classic i've always watched simpsons like that's probably my favorite one like i think i like it more than family guy oh yeah yeah. i think so as well yeah it's just classic too you know like the oldest animated uh family are they the oldest oh yeah i think the first episode simpsons aired in 1989 wow yeah. Okay, let's let's end this. Uh, All right. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanna? Uh you asked earlier about my setup. I only talked about the board. Yeah, yeah. So I was just gonna. Yeah, yeah, I was just, just gonna. Tell all these people that they they, they want to be pro skateboarders. They want to make it. What type of setup does a pro skateboarder have? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but I I ride yeah eight six eight pylon board. I ride the sickle shape. That's the deeper concave one um versus more of like a flat deck and then i ride 159 indies uh vulcan bolts uh vulcan grip and then got bones bearings uh just indie stock bushings and then riser pads what size are your riser pads like tiny like just eighth inch i think eighth inch yeah okay but oh and then i ride I ride fucking monster truck wheels. I ride size sixties everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and it's funny because like, I'll I remember one time we were at a spot, and like I was with like all the street homies, right? And they're they're all like, oh yo, like okay, we'll come back, we'll bondo this, and I'm like, I can roll over this. <laughs> I'm good. I'll skate this quick, and then yeah. I got the clip before they bondoed it. And Sick. Then, yeah. Are you riding soft wheels or are they hard? No, hard. I think I ride a one hundred one a. I don't even know. I didn't even know that there was. A- I'm like just starting to like understand. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think the higher the number, the harder. Yeah. And then the lower the number, the softer. Yeah. Um, okay. We gotta end it. We're gonna All end right. it because uh, you gotta get your hair cut. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get hair cut out of here. But uh, is there anyone? Do you want to like plug? Do you want to like shout out uh, something? Or Instagram yeah, shout or something? out Pylon Skateboard supporting me. Alex Chalmers, Ben Coos, Paul Higgins, like. Pretty much a shout out to anyone who's supported me, supporting me, or, or has, you know, like, 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and what about like your Instagram? You want to shout that out? Uh, sure. Yeah, my Instagram's Ninja Ginger. It still is. <laughs> yeah, You've Ninja underscore forever. underscore Ginger underscore underscore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good luck finding that. Hey, there used to be an eleven at the end, so I had, <laughs> oh, to, nice. had to trim it down a bit. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Thank you so much, folks, for listening in. I hope you have a good week. Follow me on Instagram at skatebug, S-K-8-Bug. On YouTube, Avery Nazan got some YouTube videos. Um, and, yeah, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. And good night.